Welcome to the channel of Anna Purdue. Look for the link below the podcast and make sure to upload the podcast so you can multitask while hearing the message. And you can also look for the link and um, once you open it up, you can scroll over and select your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, or Google, and just look for the channel Anna Purdue. A huge shout out to Mark C., Judith T., Beverly C., Hugh R., Walter M., Neil and Lisa H., and Nancy S., for your donations to the channel. And if you are able and interested in helping this channel, you can do so by clicking the donation link found on my website at annapurdue.com. First discovered in an Aboriginal Australian woman in 1961, the R.H. Null, Rhesus Null, is one of the rarest and most precious blood types in the world. Like a needle in a haystack, less than 50 people in the world are known to have it. To find out why this blood type was coined as the golden blood, we need to open the world of blood types and its systems. Blood type, also called blood group, is genetically determined. Blood is primarily characterized based on the presence and or absence of antigens on the surface of our red blood cells. Antigens are distinct molecules or substances capable of coaxing an immune response. Our immune system sends out many soldiers called antibodies, also known as immunoglobins, which are special proteins that recognize and bind to these antigens. If our antibodies recognize these antigens as allies or naturally part of our body, our immune system happily leaves it alone. But if they detect enemy or foreign antigens, our immune system will go on an all-out war to destroy them. Unfortunately, our immune system isn't perfect. In rare cases, it does attack self-antigens, as seen in some cases of autoimmune blood disorders. Now that we know how blood types are determined, you might be wondering how many blood types are there. At present, the International Society of Blood Transfusion recognizes 36 human blood group systems and more than 300 different antigens. You might be familiar with the ABO blood group system. When you ask someone what blood type they are, they might respond with AB. They are referred to... uh, well, what they're referring to is the most important blood group system in human blood transfusion. It comprises of only two antigens, antigen A and antigen B. But it can produce these four ABO blood types, AB, AB together, or O. But there's another equally significant blood group system to consider in human blood transfusion. And that's the RH system. So, I will interchangeably use this as RH or rhesus, but it's actually pronounced rhesus. The rhesus blood group has a colorful history. It consists of 61 blood group antigens, rhesus antigens, which are expressed as part of a protein complex found only in RBC membranes. Rhesus antigens are believed to be essential for maintaining the integrity of the RBCs. Briefly, going back to ABO blood group systems, some people might tell you that they're O negative or A positive. The negative positive part refers to the absence or presence of one rhesus antigen, the RHD antigen. It's the main 
are a recess antigen considered for human blood transfusion, and it's severely implicated in fetal loss and death of newborn babies. People who have the golden blood, they lack these recess antigens. Their DNA lacks the genes responsible for building those RBC protein complexes. These people don't just lack one, two, or three of these 61 rhesus antigens. They actually lack all of them. Yes, all of them. As you might have guessed, people with rhesus null blood type have abnormal RBCs. They have deformed shapes, leaky membranes, and shorter lifespans, which sometimes result in mild anemia for the individual. Still, the absence of all rhesus antigens makes RH null the golden blood, which is highly admired for its rarity and medical purposes. The golden blood type, or rhesus null blood group, contains no RH antigens or proteins in the red blood cell. This is the rarest blood group in the world, with less than 50 individuals having this blood group. Like I said, I mean, that's very rare, extremely rare. The worry with the golden blood group is that the donations of rhesus null are incredibly scarce and difficult to obtain. A uh, rhesus null person has to rely on the cooperation of a small network of regular rhesus null donors around the world if they need their blood. Throughout the world, there are only nine active donors for this blood group. This makes it the world's most precious blood type, hence the name golden blood. The golden blood group seems to be a result of genetic mutation, spontaneous change in the gene. Where do we hear about that recently? It is commonly seen with mutations in the RHAG gene, which codes the rhesus-associated glycoprotein. This protein is required for directing the rhesus antigens to the red blood cell membrane. RHAG mutation is often associated with a disease called hereditary stomatocytosis. These individuals can have long-term mild hemolytic anemia and increased red blood cell breakdown. The rhesus null phenotype can also be seen in the case of certain anemias a person may be born with. The following conditions may put you at a higher risk of golden blood group. Intermarriage, that would be marriage between cousins, brother, sister, or anybody who is near or a distant relative or closely distant relative. Autosomal genes, abnormal genes, which have disease traits passed down through families and are changes or complete deletion of certain genes. The people with RH null or golden blood type usually may have mild to moderate hemolytic anemia since birth. This may cause low hemoglobin levels, causing paleness and weariness. This occurs due to structural defect in red blood cells like mouth-like or slit-like shape, less elastic structure of red cells, abnormal red cell covering, increased fragility due to the lack of rhesus antigen and our altered blood cell volume. These people might face challenges during a blood transfusion. 
If this person's blood is exposed to rhesus antigens, proteins on the surface of red blood cell from another's blood, they readily form corresponding autoantibodies and there may be severe transfusion reaction. Therefore, for these types of patients, hospitals need to have special protocols set and quick response management. If the mother has rhesus null and the baby has rhesus positive blood type, and if the mother's blood gets sensitized by the baby's positive blood, then mother's blood may produce protective proteins called antibodies that could target future pregnancies or lead to miscarriage. Several studies have found that any infection or sepsis in such individuals has precipitated massive, massive hemolysis, subsequent kidney failure, and other complications. So, however, golden blood can be donated because of the absence of antigens on red blood cells, a person with rhesus null blood is considered to be a universal donor, and this blood can be donated to anyone with rare blood types within the rhesus systems. This blood is excellent for transfusion because it lacks common antigens and it can be accepted by anyone who needs a transfusion without the risk of blood transfusion reaction. However, due to its rarity, it gets extremely difficult to find this type. Conversely, rhesus null is usually not so good for the people who have it. If they ever require a blood transfusion, receiving any blood that does have the rhesus antigen may inevitably cause a transfusion reaction. Is it possible that, as some researchers suggest, rhesus negative is connected to the ancient bloodline of the Nephilim? Controversial as it may sound to you, there are numerous researchers who firmly believe the rhesus-negative blood group is as mysterious as it gets and may be connected more to the stars than anyone thinks. There are those who firmly oppose the theory that people with rhesus-negative blood could belong to the Nephilim, a parallel race of human species. However, according to a number of theories, it isn't that unlikely. New theories propose this somewhat rare blood group may indicate non-human traits in the genetic makeup, basically meaning that rhesus-negative blood is somewhat different than conventional DNA found in Homo sapiens. The Nephilim in Hebrew is translated to fall and is interpreted by many as the fallen angels due to the mention in ancient text. Interestingly, the Bible and the Talmud and the Quran refer to the Nephilim as the fallen angels or the offspring of the gods. The Nephilim were in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in and unto the daughters of men and they bore children to them. The same were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. That was Genesis 6-4. And in Genesis 6-1-4, it tells the readers that the Nephilim, which means fallen ones when translated into English, were the product of copulation between the divine beings, sons of God, and human women, daughters of Adam. The Nephilim are known as great warriors and biblical giants, like in Ezekiel 32-27 and Numbers 13-33. 
Interestingly, there are some researchers who firmly believe that there is a a truth sealed away from the public linking humans with rhesus-negative blood to otherworldly origins. Robert Speer, he provides further insight in the the, uh, controversy around the Rh negative. There are 612 primate, primate species and subspecies recognized by the International Union for Conversion of Nature, and not one has rhesus-negative blood. That was a quote from Robert Sieper. Species with amnesia, our forbidden history. That was in his book. Rhesus factors, or rhesus factor, is first discovered in the blood of rhesus monkey. According to Seifer, if mankind evolved from the same African ancestor, their blood would be compatible, but it is not. Nearly 85% of all human beings have Rh positive blood, yet all royal families have Rh negative blood. Today, there are numerous unusual traits connected to this rare blood type, and there are many questions that researchers such as Sipa are trying to answer. Where did rhesus-negative blood come from, and why is it that a rhesus-negative mother carrying rhesus-positive children tries rejecting her own offspring? Is it possible that this can be explained by a rather controversial theory? A theory which suggests that humanity isn't, in fact, one race, but hybridized species. In the book of Genesis in the Bible, it relates how the Nephilim produced children with humans. And there is this story, and I want to back up a minute. I'm not saying I necessarily believe this, but I just think it's an interesting theory uh, that could open up certain a lot of discussion for search for sure. But anyway, the story, there's a story about this Nephilim and, and it is depicted as killing Japheth, Noah's son, and taking his place, whereupon he fathered many children with Japheth's unsuspecting wife, which eventually populated much of Northern Europe. But I mean, that's just a tale. Um, I don't know anywhere that that's biblical, but it it is an interesting you know, we are, there's really no strong explanation for how giants were on the earth before the flood and thereafter. I've heard several different theories about how they came about, but if this uh, fable is true, this could certainly explain how giants came thereafter. And there are theorists who share Seeper's view belief that there are other traits that characterize rhesus-negative humans, like They have higher IQ, a more sensitive vision, a lower body temperature. Hmm, it makes me think of reptiles. Higher blood pressure, increased occurrence in psychic intuitive abilities, predominantly blue, green, or hazel eyes, red or reddish hair, increased sensitivity to heat and sunlight, and in some cases, they have an extra vertebrae. So, once you finish checking yourself out in the mirror. (laughs) If you are rhesus negative, you are already very special, as very few people fall within that category. 
and they say it's as few as 15%. It's interesting to note that the coloring referred to in these characteristics are typical of Northern Europe, an echo of the biblical story of Noah's son being murdered by the Nephilim and the children produced populating Northern Europe, perhaps. Who knows? But um, this uh, person is claiming that this was in the Bible. I don't know of that scripture. If you know, please comment. I don't know that there's a scripture that talks about that. But um, I may have missed it. And um, so it seems that it's the Northern Europeans may be where some of this originated. And we do know Japheth had that region of the earth. That was his region. Um, northern Spain and southern France. That's where you can find some of the highest concentration of the rhesus negative factor in, in the Basque people. Another original group were the eastern oriental peoples who migrated from the steppes we call modern-day Jews. In general, about 40 to 45 percent of Europeans have the rhesus negative group. Only about 3 percent of African descendants and about 1 percent of Asian or Native American descendants had the rhesus negative group. Due to the larger European numbers, it is a safe bet that it, that, that was where it was introduced into the human genetic code. Could this also be where the Caucasian was introduced? Is the introduction of Caucasian related to the Rh blood factor? This could lend credence that the rhesus negative factor was introduced from an outside source. Could the source be from human-like beings from another planet? Many stories in the ancient texts, especially pre-Christian texts, do talk about a race that came from the heavens to the earth. And in the Bible, man saw these people as gods, with a little g, living long lives and performing miracles. In the book of Enoch, which never quite made it officially into the Bible for being too concerned with the story of angels, but that, that book illustrates how the Nephilim and fallen angels are referred to in detail. And here's an interesting bit of information. It was found at Cosmic Convergence Dot org titled 2012 and Beyond. This was written by Kate Kaiser. She asked, why would the Illuminati, the three-letter agency that begins with a C and ends with an A, be studying rhesus negative blood? And why would the government be tracking rhesus negative people? Intelligence agencies are interested in a certain carrier of rhesus negative blood, and they are looking for people who have a complete deletion of the RHD gene. Nearly all Caucasians with rhesus negative blood have a total deletion of the RH gene, and it's extremely rare for Africans and Asians to have a complete deletion of the RHD gene. African and Asian people with RH negative blood usually always have an RHD gene. It's just inactive. If they do have a deleted RHD gene, it is caused by recent admixture with the Caucasian race. The intelligence agencies also prefer rhesus-negative people who possess the CCR5 Delta 32 gene, although that's not mandatory. The CCR5 Delta 32 gene is a mandated form of the CCR5 gene. The mutation is caused by a deletion of 32 base pairs normally found on the CCR5 gene. This gene is found only in European 
West Asian, and North African populations. The CCR5 Delta 32 gene originated in the Caucasian race and is only found in West Asian and North African populations due to admixture and it isn't found in the sub-Saharan African population. This gene causes people to have a resistance to the HIV virus and other diseases that need the CCR5 protein to enter cells in order to cause infection. These rare deleted genes originated in the Caucasian race, and having these genes can cause you to be a targeted individual. You may experience a wide variety of intrusions into your life. These intrusions can range from simply having medical records monitored to mysterious paranormal experiences. Let's explore some reasons why rhesus-negative people are being monitored. This information is purely speculative and certainly controversial information, so understand this information would be classified as conspiracy theories by the mainstream public. Please, further research anything you question so you can decide for yourself if this is factual or not. James Caspold claims to be a former MI6 agent who worked in black ops drug trafficking operations during the mid to late 90s in London, England. He's spoken out about black operations that involved the recruitment and study of rhesus-negative people. James was born into Project Mannequin, a mind control and genetic manipulation program run by the National Security Agency in the United Kingdom. The NSA is an American organization, of course, that but it runs projects in and outside of the United States. James stated he was chosen for Project Mannequin, which is a British MKUltra sub-project due to his father's involvement in the Illuminati intelligence community and because he possesses rare Celtic genetics, he and his family have rhesus-negative blood. James Caspold has reported that the NSA recruits Celtic Rh-negative people because they believe people with these genetics have a predisposition to have paranormal experiences and psychic abilities such as telepathy, precognition, and clairvoyance, which I call witchcraft. I don't think anyone should mess with that stuff, but... But anyway, for many generations, ancient Celtic people practiced psychic and magic rituals for their pagan religion of Druidry. The NSA and other top intelligence agencies believe psychic abilities are in the genetic memories of the rhesus-negative bloodlines. Even if a rhesus-negative individual hasn't practiced PSI abilities, they can easily be trained to do so. Researchers first suspected genetic memories were possible when they began studying the migration of monarch butterflies. Beginning in September and October, millions of monarch butterflies migrate from southern Canada and the United States to overwintering sites in central Mexico where they arrive in November. The butterflies began the return trip in March and arrive in July. Here's the weird part. The lifespan of an individual butterfly is too short for it to complete the entire trip. Female monarchs lay eggs during the migration, and it takes at least three generations of butterflies to migrate from Canada to Mexico, and it takes no less than five generations to migrate from Mexico to Canada. The migration of the monarch butterfly baffled scientists for many years because the butterflies know where to go without ever taking the trip before. 
No matter when or where the monarch butterfly matures, it knows the migration route. Researchers have hypothesized that the migration is genetically programmed within the butterfly. This phenomenon has been dubbed as genetic memory. Researchers have also wondered if humans have genetic memories and whether different ethnic groups have their own unique genetic memories. Scientific research must have concluded humans have genetic memories because rhesus negative people have been used by numerous intelligence agencies in a multitude of different classified projects because of their psychic genetic memories. In 1979, United States intelligence sources learned that the Soviet Union was spending 60 million rubles annually on the paranormal research. In response to the rumors that the Soviet Union had favorable results, U.S. intelligence agencies began funding their own research programs. The U.S. military was very interested in psychic abilities and the potential use of such abilities in military and domestic applications. In 1979, at Fort Meade, Maryland, a U.S. Army unit, later known as the Stargate Project, was established by the Defense Intelligence Agency to hone the craft of psychic powers and apply it for military use. One of the main purposes of Project Stargate was to create a breed of super-soldiers who would have powerful psychic abilities, such as the ability to become invisible at will, walk through the walls, and remote view. The ability to see events, people, places, or things from a great distance away using nothing but mind power. The men who served in this army unit were highly decorated military officials and they took Project Stargate very seriously. Major General Albert Stubblebine was a major proponent of Project Stargate and psychic warfare from 1979 to 1984. He initiated Project Jedi within Project Stargate, which he commanded from 1981 to 1984 to create a psychic super-soldier. Stubblebine was forced to take early retirement from the Army in 1984 after some controversy that involved violations due to uncleared civilians working in restricted areas that processed classified information. This is the official reason behind his early retirement, but most likely there is more to it because Stubblebine was a high-ranking military official. He was a key leader in the 1983 invasion of Granada and was, according to a 1983 article published by the Daily Mail, at the heart of America's military machine. In 1990, Stubblebine was inducted into the Military Hall of Fame. This man clearly took his military service serious, so it is obvious the military and the government took psychic abilities very seriously. Project Stargate ran under the Defense Intelligence Agency for 16 years until in 1995 the Defense Appropriations Bill directed that the program be transferred to the agency. The agency was instructed to conduct a review of the program. In 1995, the agency contracted the American Institutes for Research, referred to as AIR, to evaluate Project Stargate. Their final report was released to the public November 28, 1995. The final recommendation by AIR was to terminate the Stargate effort. 
the agency concluded that there were no cases which psychic abilities helped guide intelligence operations. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no way the military would have spent millions of dollars and have their top men work for decades on a project that did not yield the expected results. Perhaps the truth is that Due to the countless security breaches the project had under the Defense Intelligence Agency, the agency decided to take over the project in order to continue it in total secrecy. What better way to throw off the general public than to release the project's supposed classified documents and discredit the entire project? The agency caused the public to be outraged because they declared that the U.S. military spent $20 million of taxpayer money on a futile attempt to militarize something as ridiculous as psychic powers. The agency, through the Freedom of Information Act system, released 12,000 files totaling 89,000 pages of material, declaring that this was all the research ever conducted within Project Stargate. The agency most likely confiscated the most promising research for themselves in order to take the program underground. It seems the top intelligence agencies and militaries of the world know PSI abilities are real. Yep, they are, and I'm going to tell you, don't try it. It's dangerous. You don't want to mess with demons. They began trying to militarize these abilities over 40 years ago. As of now, they've perfected the militarization of PSI abilities and have been using these abilities for quite some time. Through rigorous study, they've learned that rhesus-negative people are predisposed to have PSI abilities and are more likely to have paranormal experiences. This is one of the reasons why intelligence agencies are monitoring and recruiting rhesus-negative people. The people who run this program believe rhesus-negative people are prime candidates for trauma-based mind control due to their genetic memories. Could this be why all the major political figures have this blood type? It has been rumored for some time that the presidents and prime ministers of Western nations are merely puppets for a shadow government. As the shadowy government chosen to put people with Rh-negative blood in positions of power because they are easily controlled, James Caspolt claims to have been used as a mind-control slave, much like Kathy O'Brien. Kathy is also of Celtic descent and was part of the American-run mind-control program called Project Monarch. It is compelling that two mind-control victims from different countries have both disclosed in their books that intelligence agencies are looking to recruit rhesus-negative people of Celtic descent for mind-control and genetic manipulation programs. Intelligence agencies are very interested in the genetics of Celtic rhesus-negative people because they believe these people are direct descendants of the Lost Tribe of Dan. The American Mind Control Program, Project Monarch, is named after the monarch butterfly. The name of this operation is of particular interest because the scientific name for the monarch butterfly is Danius plexippus, and it was named after Danius, a great-great-grandson of Zeus and the mortal woman Lo. Could Zeus and the other Greek gods be what the Bible called Nephilim? 
Egyptian historical records mention men by the name of Cadmus and Danius fleeing from Egypt with their followers. They were said to settle in Greek lands. Danius was of the tribe of Dan. He and his people invaded the Greek city of Argos, Danius becoming ruling king of the city. Diodorus, the Greek historian, recorded that Israelites did indeed settle in the city-states of Argos, Athens, and Colchis. So it seems Project Monarch was symbolically named after the tribe of Dan and their genetic memories. Let's look into what the Bible has to say about this tribe of people. The tribe is named after their ancestor Dan, who was the fifth son of Jacob. Jacob was renamed Israel by God and, or I like to say (laughs) Yahweh, and was the father of the twelve tribes of Israel. The tribe of Dan is omitted from the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel in regard to the 144,000 sealed Israelites. Why was he omitted? Instead of Dan, the tribe of Joseph appears twice being represented by Manasseh. This must be the testimony to the unworthiness of Dan. Dan means to judge, rule, or govern. What a coincidence that the British monarchy and the Western leaders are rhesus negative. Dan is described as a serpent, which many interpret as a connection between Dan and Satan. Genesis 49.17 says this, Let Dan be a serpent by the roadside, a horned viper by the path, that bites the horse's heel so that the rider tumbles backward. Early Christian writers such as Hippolytus believe that the tribe of Dan will rise to the Antichrist. Bible prophecies seem to provide hints and obscure warnings about this tribe. The prophecies imply that the tribe of Dan has become mixed with fallen angels and will play a malevolent role in the end times.